Allah, give me strength to get through this. Just leave a long section of silence at the beginning. Just, just give me strength. Just leave a really long section of silence so that people are listening to this episode and they're like, is it happening? What's going on? Rangers and residents of Panorama City, welcome to the Sentai Truther Club. I am your host, Grav, and with me is my favorite NB, Kennedy. I'm here. I'm here. And today, I we're feel like down this show. We're reviewing my, Power Rangers Samurai. My, my intros are just getting sadder and sadder. <laughs> I'm just so tired of watching terrible television. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, we took a break to make sure that we watch good television. And then we watched mostly terrible television during the break. Yes. Most of it is my fault, and I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's not like, I don't think we were game. watching, like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I think we did rate Common Teacher. What did we rate Common Teacher? Like a six remember. and an eight? Something, Something like, that. like that. Yeah, somewhere around there. Uh, I wasn't going at, I wasn't like, even by the end of Common Teacher, I wasn't going like, Finally, some good fucking food. You know, I wasn't like doing that shit. I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. You know, so like even that wasn't necessarily that big of a palate cleanser, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, mechanical it was, it was complicated and weird. Yo, mechanical violator Hakaider still still give props to that. That that was an amazing movie. But unfortunately, it was just a movie. We we Power Ranger Samurai is longer than Mechanical Violator Hakaider, and I feel way more violated. Yeah, no justice, no peace, <laughs> um, <laughs> no wars in the Middle East. Uh, we're out here. We're 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 in the we're in the Truther Club. I'm just going to say this, too. <laughs> this is probably going to be our shortest season review ever. First no. of all, the season itself is short. And second of all, there's like nothing to say about some of these episodes. This is a season that you can kind of explain in like three, like a like a third graders three paragraph essay. Yes. You know, when they like mm -hmm. tell you the uh... write an essay about something that you like that you An saw essay, over the summer. Every story has a beginning, a middle, and an end. So when I ask you to write an essay about something, it has to have an intro, a body, and a conclusion. And it's like you start off with the three paragraphs. Yeah, it really is like that. Uh, it's very bare bones. It's very... They did not need to split this into two seasons. They didn't need to take as long as they did on a lot of these plot points, which on a lot of these plot points is um, exaggerating by a lot because there's not a lot of plot. Yeah. There's a so, lot of Zords that come through like Villains of the Week. 
some Shiba stuff. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so the Power Rangers Samurai team is led by a man named uh, something Shiba. Is this where you're really starting it with Jaden with his fucking? We have to start it with Jaden. All right, fine. Yeah. So Jaden's bloodline has the power, kind of like uh, think of it like Naruto, has the power to seal away, uh, evil rivers and monsters to the underworld. Hell, basically. Evil monster river time, yeah. Yeah, it's basically hell. And uh, and you're like, oh shit, that's crazy, dog. What if if hell was a Disney river boat ride? But see, you know, Jaden Shiba is also Harry Potter. So, like, it's not only the fact that it's a powerful technique that, like, just an average everyday guy that... You know, it, by all other means, is average. Uh, he just happens to be born with the trait of uh, having this amazing ceiling power. No, no, no. It's not just that. He is also has to be the very best, like no one ever was, and be the best wizard of all time. So he has to constantly train his sign power to raise his power level enough or a sign level enough to be able to trap the big baddie who was sealed away originally, but because his father was weak. See, he was doing the American thing of being strong while simultaneously being too weak because he was only able to seal away the monster for like 30 years instead of like forever, or at least throughout the... Uh, humanity's entire uh, lifespan, which might end in the next couple of years. You know what really sucks? What? There's an extent to which you're making this sound better than it is to watch. That's because I'm literally dissecting one of, like, the first 10 episodes. No, one of the first 13 episodes. This is all, like, in one episode. Everything I'm describing is explained in one episode, by the way. <laughs> Like, there's, like, repercussions of what I just said uh, that happens in the next episode or whatever where they're, like, talking about, like, oh, this is why the father, this is why the monster's back because the father was too weak or something. But, like, this is literally, like, Jaden Shiba's plot. And so Jaden Shiba has to constantly train and and try harder and harder and harder to uh, be able to seal away the big baddie forever. Yeah. Meanwhile, big baddie is getting stronger in the river as he's getting constantly drunk. I guess Just he's getting getting stronger. absolutely shit faced. He's getting hammered all the time. Yeah, he's building up a tolerance. Cause alcohol makes him stronger. It's something like that, right? It's like hate or anger. So, some stu- they don't really explain no, too he just well. Has like a headache. No, but what fuels the rivers? Like what makes the rivers grow? It's not corruption. Uh, like sadness. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So, like, sadness alcohol, sadness, that makes sense. So, it's like they're trying to make the villain side of this plot. By the way, uh, far better written. Describe, you didn't de- just, de- well, somewhat better written. Uh, you didn't just describe Jaden's plot. You described basically the plot of the Rangers because none of the other Rangers fucking matter for the most part. 
Um, yeah, our best episodes, the solo episodes that they get is probably the most character development they do before everyone's like, how do I help Jaden Chiba? How do I help Mr. Justin Bieber hair? Gotta help him. Yeah, Mentor um, is just as annoying by the end of the season as he is in the beginning. And then everything changes when Antonio arrives. Except not really. Kind of. It does become more Antonio focused. <clears throat> it's I think the what stands and Antonio is still sort of a little bit like gotta help Jaden sometimes, but then he also he's capable of wanting his own things, which because the other he's are not. Spanish. Yeah, he's a uh, he's real Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> he's not gay though you know that's what matters yeah he's, he's Spanish totally not yeah there's he's one episode that I marked in the Antonio arc which is the second half of is it second half yeah it's kind of second half it's like the last eight episodes or something uh the Antonio half of the season is Better, but like define better. It gets watchable, but it's never good. Yeah, because Antonio's superpower is like he has super speed and he does the whole like I just did a thousand slashes in five seconds. You want to see me do it? Watch it in reverse. That's his battle scenes. And then the rest of it is like I'm Spanish. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Fabuloso. Oh, dude, it's fun. <laughs> <sighs> Magnifico. You know what's funny? This season features a uh, 10th season Red Ranger, Wild Force Red. And I also had a problem with Wild Force Red because he's... I think he's Puerto Rican and he like had like no swag <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> and it's funny that he's in this season just to compliment Antonio. Yep. He was like, what if I was Jason David Frank? Speaking of Zeckers, is that his name? Zeckers, like checkers? <laughs> it's a Decker. Deckers. Right. Decker's plotline is I must fight Red Ranger to have good death. Please. Um, I have PTSD because I was re- revived from the grave. Decker's plotline is I swear I would totally marry this woman, but I'm too obsessed with this man. Uh, I mean, I'm too, uh, killing this man. Yes, I can't be with her until I die by this man's blade. I need his blade inside me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Decker's plotline. Yeah, Decker uh, Antonio's, sucks ass. Antonio's but sometimes arc, he's kind of like just cool, just like raw, raw cool. I disagree. In I disagree. Only, only transformed, though. No. Only transformed. 
No, I disagree so heavily. I really? think he looks so out of place. He looks like he belongs in Common Rider. He does not look like he belongs in Power Rangers. Yeah, I the design is that. so out there. I will agree that the design was really out there, and like he didn't really fit into the season super well in a lot of ways. All I'm saying is that he's slightly cooler. Sometimes, occasionally, when he was in his like suit form and fighting or something like that, I'd be like, "All right, he's kind of cool right now. He's like slightly cool." But that was it. That was the only time I ever thought it was cool. When he was in human form, I was like, cringe, 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 My blade, it thirsts for blood. You know a true warrior by the way he sheathes his sword. This fucked. It's fun. Yeah, and then I, I have to say, when I realized that he was the main villain of this season, in effect, and was that, he the like, main villain? Yeah, basically, I guess he yeah. was. Yeah, because at was first, he? It's like, because it well, because at first it's all like, oh, there's the real bad guy, but then like they don't resolve that, you know? Yeah, and then instead, like they kind of get sl- slowly more and more derailed by Decker. And I will say that to be fair like they make it work a little bit because the villains are also getting derailed by decker being around and being a weird crazy shithead um and so they justify it a little bit with some of the storytelling and that helps save it a bit but i don't like the change to oh actually like we're pulling the rug out from under you then the who seemed like the main villain we're putting that aside it's this Decker dude, especially because Decker sucks. Maybe if Decker was cool, but he's just this angry sword guy. It's just like the most generic of fucking tropes. And it's like literally like the cringe edgelord who takes himself too seriously at school. But what if that guy could actually fight? This is almost like Decker is almost like from the mind of Bueno. Like... <laughs> Like, he's almost like a gun caliber character. Yeah, it's like, what if Haim Saban signed Bueno and Saban was like, it's a kid's show. And you Bueno's have to. Like, Fine. Yeah, you can't do anything that won't fly on a kid's show. Yeah. And Bueno's like, but I can still be as edgy as I want within that. And Haim Saban's like, yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, Decker was extremely I... disappointing. Um, I don't like Decker. Uh, I don't like... The main villain's kind of okay. He's whatever. Um, he's pretty forgettable, but is what, you know... He's better than Operation Overdrive villains. All of them. Um, I, I thought Heat Miser... He's better than Wild Force. <laughs> I thought Heat nah. Miser looked cool. He might as well look cool, but I still think <laughs> this one was way more competent and had more of a Lord Zed vibe. A little he, bit. Uh, yeah, he was definitely more Lord Zeddy, and uh, that I appreciated. Um, like, what if Lord Zed was a drunkard? Like, that That I can fuck with. That, se- that seemed more authentic than the rest of the show. Uh, the rest of the villain plot lines fell flat. 
the ranger plot lines fell flat uh what's her name mia is mia yellow ranger or pink uh mia is the the pink ranger okay um mia is abby shapiro yeah classically mia yeah oh god Um, that's her main plot line is that she wants to embrace being a trad calf um yeah Yellow Ranger is getting over trauma, rightfully so, but really that's like her one story. Spoiler, but she's going to be my highest rated character. Uh, What's the Blue Ranger plot line? He He's needs a, to a learn to be dwarf. less of a hard ass. Yeah, and then he doesn't. Red Ranger's uh, story is he needs to embrace being Jesus. Um, yeah. Uh, Antonio's story is he just wants to be accepted. Yes, and also needs to embrace being Jesus. Yeah. But tech Jesus. Tech Jesus. Uh, and then, uh, last but definitely least, Green Ranger, Mike, his story is I don't know. He needs to get a little more serious. Yeah, basically. He He needs to be less of a gamer. But he's just like, well, what if I use my gamer instincts to, like, improve the society? And Saban was like, yes. Gamers rise up. Did you know that gaming can improve your hand-eye coordination and ability to react quickly Intense situation. <laughs> you think Haim Saban had a gamer tag in the 360 era? You think Saban was playing Gears of War? You think he was out here with the chainsaw? You think he was out in Israel? Like, on his 360? <laughs> <laughs> with the fucking headset on? Oh, curses some people was, out. Uh, Say some slurs. was, uh... Green Dragon Zord, sixty nine. Nah, I I think he I think he went the Israeli nationalist route with his gamer tag. What do you think? Tell us in the comments. Send us his an email. Send us gmail was, was uh, uh, Green Dragon Zord sixty nine, but in Hebrew. Ah. Very go. nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, um, that being so- said, uh, by the end of all of this, what happens? Well, Shiba finds himself in a kerfuffle. Uh, Antonio has to bust him out of it. Um, they find this like weapon. It's like a Pandora's box sort of thing where you can combine all of the ranger powers to unlock this secret power that will like give them even greater strength. Ooh. Whoa. Uh, whoa. Which I wanted to say this before. One of the problems with this season is like these strength upgrades don't feel necessary or deserved because the villains are literally like drunk, traumatized idiots. And the Rangers are hyper competent and never fail. So, like, 
there's the crazy... always this weird need to escalate. Like, oh, we got to get even more powerful. We got to get even stronger. But it's like, you guys literally never break a sweat one I time. Feel like, in this I feel season. like they're trying to evoke the spirit of Mighty Morphin Power, uh, Power Rangers season one and two. Because when Antonio comes in, it's kind of seen as like a Green Ranger moment. Where like Antonio's like this long lost friend that comes back that supposedly was like kind of sort of good, but like in his own way. And it turns out he's good with technology, not with like mysticism. Um <laughs> straight people. Uh I'm good with computers, <laughs> not straight people. <laughs> uh, uh, I, so, I think the problem though, even with that, is that so like when Green Ranger showed up originally, they did a decent job of setting it up like the Rangers were kind of at a disadvantage and really needed the help. Whereas here, it's like you don't really get the sense that the Rangers actually need Antonio all that much. Um, and like the main conflict about him staying has nothing really to do with whether or not he has ability it and it entirely just has to do with this does he deserve to be here is he a ninja and it's like almost i mean it's like borderline eugenics shit so that's weird because like yeah, the mentor is all obsessed with like well he doesn't have ninja blood and you're like what exactly do you mean <laughs> by ninja blood <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have midichlorians <laughs> Yeah, at the end of the season, he like they're basically like alluding to the fact that he might have erectile dysfunction because they're just like your sign power, it's weak compared to everybody else. <laughs> and he's like, "Fuck, I can't get enough sign power to do anything. I have to use technology to compensate." <laughs> yeah, and it's because he like taught himself sign power, which like the dumb thing about that is. They establish that as a plot, but objectively on screen as the viewers, we see Antonio use sign power more successfully than Mike does a lot of the time. Yeah. So Antonio's like, uh, my sign power, it's really not that good. Y'all's, you're all stronger. And then it's just like, in my mind, it's like, I'm looking at Mike like, you mean accept him, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, it really feels like, in some ways, Mike should have had been the character that had the plot of, like, my older brother was supposed to be chosen, and it was me instead, instead of Yellow Ranger, in terms of just the way his character acts. Yeah. Like, or some, like, none of this makes sense. It's all arbitrary. It's like, they have character archetypes that they want, and then they just attach those to a storyline, and they don't think about whether those two things fit together. And so it's like, yeah, I just fucking put pickles in the fucking chocolate cake, the chocolate peanut butter cake. What's the problem? And you're like, shut the fuck up. I'm not going to eat this cake, you disgusting bastard. Yeah. Like, that's That's what's going on a lot. Like, these characters, their origin stories don't match their dispositions. 
and then their dispositions don't match where they're going. Um, it's just all just chosen arbitrarily. It's just like, we want a character that acts like this. And then, uh, okay, in this episode, we need a character that does this. Well, let's just pick one of the characters at random. Like, it's all just out of a hat. Yep. Yeah, I just, I, I really do not understand why this season went the way it did. I, I don't I don't understand the character development at all. I don't understand why the story went the way it did. I don't know why they decided to split it into two seasons. Baffling. Absolutely baffling. Um, let's go ahead and start rating and reviewing it because there's really not too much to say. The season sort of ends with this movie of Power Ranger Samurai uh, meeting the RPM Red Ranger like an isekai plot. Where it's like, uh. wait, I just want to address how the show ends a little bit, just because I am annoyed with this too. And also, okay. I told you this was going to be our shortest season review ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so the ultimate duel is essentially kind of the finale, first the first finale. <laughs> Uh, where Red Ranger and Decker battle. This battle is okay, but considering how much hype went into it, it does not live up to that whatsoever. And especially also because effectively, for many viewers, this was like the end of the season, in effect, or at least the end of like the main story, because they wouldn't all see the movie necessarily, right? And so I just want to emphasize that this was like. This was what they chose to end on and build up to for half of the season was this fight between Red Ranger and Decker. And it's, like I said, it's just really not that impressive in a lot of ways. And, like, Decker just clearly has, like, a a wish to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... It's not really like it's kind of like the Darth Vader Obi-Wan Kenobi fight from episode 4, the very first Star Wars movie. Like where Obi-Wan is just like he's just ready to die to Darth Vader to kind of like be done with life and prove a point. <laughs> Just or whatever. Holy, I don't know. I don't know why they were even. So, I don't. I don't think it was even hype to begin with. I'm gonna be honest with you. It was not hype. Yeah. So then, after that is Party Monsters, which was a clip show and Halloween special. Filler. Uh, which we did not watch, obviously, and we added to the filler guide. Uh, but it's just very funny that that's what comes right after the sort of finale. And then they did a Christmas special, which I'll tell you, I watched just a minute of that. It's the most cringe thing you've ever seen in your life. Um, it's horrifying. Uh, I don't know what to say. Filler. Uh, it's very much so filler. And worst of all, I mean, it features Bulk and Spike. Afternoon special. A bunch. Remember so those? Just, I know, right? Like, oh, God just felt completely unnecessary and like i skimmed the plot for this one on the wiki like it doesn't have a plot basically yeah like it, so like 
So, so you have, I just want to emphasize that how like weird and wonky this release was, because for me, this does affect my rating of the season as a whole. You have this sort of finale that sucks in episode 20. Then you have a clip show and then a Christmas special. Those are all of the actual episodes in the season. We also watched um, The Clash of the Red Rangers, which is a sort of made-for-TV mini-movie that ties together this season, the, last, uh, the next season, and a little bit of RPM last season. So, uh, and that also sucks ass. And again, a lot of viewers wouldn't have even seen it. Yeah. And this is supposed to be the thing that ties everything together. It doesn't make any sense or tie anything together. It barely explains a goddamn thing about anything. The dude who plays RPM Red says he didn't voice it, but I'm going to be honest with you. Listen, I I listen to... I watch all of these episodes, okay, on my computer with in-ear monitors in. That's his voice. Everyone's not admitting he did do it. He just doesn't want the credit because it sucks ass. Yeah, he doesn't want the credit because the movie's garbage. So that like the samurai movie itself is like on the chopping block. Yeah, it could be retconned by the intro of Super Samurai. We'll have to see. Yes. Um, but uh if it turns out that that movie never existed, thank God, honestly. So, yeah. but the point is, either way, though, whether you leave that movie or you keep it, the end of this season is a bunch of hot nonsense. This is one of the worst season finales in the entire history of the Power Rangers, maybe the worst ever. This is worse than uh, my infamous, uh, <laughs> oh, we're going on a goofy date, and that's just the season finale for some reason, <laughs> like shit that I love to harp on. This is worse. This is worse than that. I still don't think that that was even close to being the worst season finale. I don't think that was necessarily the worst season finale. All I'm saying is that... I don't even think that's top five at this point. How many seasons of Power Rangers have we seen? A lot. Um, 18 at this point. This is the worst season finale we've ever seen, in my opinion. Because it just doesn't make any sense. And no matter how you look at it... First of all, you have to try to piece together... Your own finale from a mess. You have a sort of final episode, a clip show, a holiday special, and a made-for-TV mini-movie that possibly is not entirely canon. Um, I think the worst season finale was probably season three where they all turned to kids. (laughs) No, this is still worse for me. Yeah, that's worse. This is worse. Uh, You have to piece it together yourself from a piecemeal batch of nonsense. And then whatever you decide to take from it, you're not going to be satisfied. It's all bad. It's worse than Ninja Storm. Yeah. How did SPD end? Oh, yeah. Terribly. Yeah, that one was terrible, but it was okay, I guess, for certain of character endings. I guess, yeah, it probably is the worst one. Yeah. It was worse than Wild Force. Yeah, it was worse than Wild Force. Um, it was worse than the Mystic Force 10 episodes of nonsense. 
I'll take Mystic but, Forces 10 right. episodes of nonsense over a lot of shit that we've seen at this point. I, yeah, I would watch the 10 episodes of Mystic Force that suck ass at the end of the season and don't make sense before I would watch this any of this season again. Yeah. You couldn't convince me that this is uh, worth a watch. That being said, um, let's, let's, rate. Get, let's, let's rate review. Let's uh, rate. Do you uh, want to start gonna, or do you want me to do are it? Are we going to rank Rangers first? Uh, yeah, sure. Ranger rankings. Let's go. Sheba. Like a like a D. High D? Not high D. Just D. Okay. I can agree to that. Just middle middle D. Yeah, he's not like Every he's not annoying. He's not like Tyson from like Beyblade or something like that, you know, where he's just like I am the all powerful protagonist and I have an annoying voice, like Ash Ketchum or something. Yeah, and so I'll, I'll give him credit for that. They've gone out of his way to make him look and act like a fucking dorky douchebag a lot. Underneath that, you can tell that, that guy is actually an okay actor, and every now and again it comes out. Um, yeah, the the Sheba's something, Sheba's whatever episode, episode 12 or 13 or something, it was like, there was kind of something there with that, yeah. It was like yeah. glimpses of like what could have been decent you could tell that he actually had the ability to show more character range than he was and that the director was like no be more brooding be more serious yeah um uh so i i don't think it was i don't think it was primarily the actor's fault in this case and i think if you put that give that actor a little bit of a better script and situation that could have been a better ranger, and that's why he's not an F. Yeah. <laughs> Mia. F. <laughs> uh, there's nothing really to like about her. I don't think no. I... I don't Beyond think she pisses me off. When does she piss you off? No, she doesn't really piss me off much, but beyond just the cringe politics... She's a very unloved character that gets almost no screen time and whose very few character features are all weird, cringe elements of the plot that don't work well. Her two main features are, one, she's baby crazy and wants to be a trad wife, and then, two, she's a really bad chef but loves to cook all the time. Um, Both of these are stupid, terrible plots that don't make sense. Uh, I just want to say for the record that if you cook all the time, even if you suck ass, you're going to get better. Like, just for the record, like, this trope that I sometimes see, especially in older television, of, like, the person who just is always in the kitchen cooking and always fails, that doesn't happen in real life. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. F. So, um, I, Emily. Yeah, nothing about her character is realistic or likable. She barely gets any screen time. The actress sucks. Let's move on to Emily. Emily is, I think, going to be my highest rated one this season. And she's still just like a B. Yeah, she's a B. <clears throat> like, give her a couple more episodes and she could have really been something. And I'm <laughs> actually kind of excited about seeing if she gets a chance to shine in Super Samurai. Like, very few things give me any hope for enjoying that season, but Emily is like, ah, oh, maybe Emily will get to shine in Super Samurai. <laughs> uh, Blue Ranger. 
Kevin. Kevin, yeah. Kevin's a very low C, I think, or maybe a very high D. I'm going to go with high D, actually, because I really, he annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah, he's a D. He annoys me, too. High D because occasionally his character is kind of good for the plot. Other times, though, he's just <laughs> there to make the plot. Yeah. Definitely um, some, some own goals shit with Kevin. Green Ranger. Oh, God. Mike. Mike is definitely another D. Yeah. I wanted to give him a chance because sometimes I kind of like the cheeky character in these shows. But this guy sucks. Yeah. He's just like a horny, gross, weirdo gamer bro. Yeah. He sucks ass. Yeah, and he just gets a pass He's not on offensive. He just, yeah, he's just kind of like, meh. Like, take it or by leave comparison, it. SPD, like, the characters in SPD, we complain, like, got, like, a little too off a little too easy in some respects. But even, like, the characters that got off the easiest in SPD were all forced to learn to be better than their weaknesses to some extent. Yeah. Like, every single character in SPD had to reckon with their, like, shortcomings and weaknesses and failures sometimes. Uh, Mike never has to reckon with his shortcomings, weaknesses, or failures, even though they are abundant. Um, simply because he's like a dude, you know? And, like, boys will be boys and dudes rock and stuff, you know? Like, that's the vibe. It's just, like, very shit. Shit ass. He's a D. Or maybe an F. I hate Not, that character. I don't think I hate him as much as I would hate someone like Kevin. <laughs> he's less annoying than Kevin. I guess. I think he's more annoying. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, I don't think he goes against the plot, though. Whereas, like, Mia, you could argue to me that Mia goes against the plot. Yeah. Where she's, like, think, actively there to waste my time. I think for me, if I was going to give the credit to Kevin a little bit for any reason, it would just be that his character is more consistently portrayed and written. And, like, there's more of, like, a consistency to the way his character works. Whereas both Mike and Mia are very random. Yeah. So. That's. <clears throat> Kevin actively wants would... to get better as a person. Yeah. And, like, a lot of his plots directly revolve around, like, his desire and need for self-improvement, good and bad. All right. So, uh, uh, wait, wait. Are you forgetting someone? Antonio! Antonio! Oh, I want to say, like, low C, mid C, maybe? Yeah, he's a C. He tries... He's, like, he tries so hard. <laughs> and a couple of his plots are okay-ish. It's just that they're very repetitive. Yes. Like, first... It's like them not accepting him or like just like basically the mentor character, quote unquote, the mentor, quote, unquote, mentor character. <laughs> um, 
doesn't yeah. accept him and it takes him like way too long to do that that yeah plot first point gets, goes way too long plot of how do i get accepted as a ranger and then that like goes on over and over and it starts before he's officially accepted to the team and then it continues even after he's officially accepted to the team um and then he has this repeating plot of i have to prove myself with the technology because my wands don't get hard. <laughs> my symbol power, it's not very strong. So I have to keep proving myself with technology. And I'm stressed out about proving myself with technology. And those are his two plots during the season. And they just repeat. First, yes. it's, it's it, the acceptance plot. And then once that finally resolves, it's just the I have to prove myself with technology. And so then he's always got like a Zord or some other piece of technology that he's like, damn, I don't know if I can fix this one. Maybe I'm not really cut out to be here. And then he fixes it and he's like, oh, actually, I rock. And he does that like seven times. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're but not wrong. He is still one of the most likable characters this season. His dialogue is okay. Not all when of he's it. Not... Even if it's horrible. When he's not being like fabuloso, <laughs> marvelous, magnifico, magnifico. <laughs> Damn it, I hate it. <clears throat> yeah, uh, when he's not being like that, some of his dialogue's actually okay. The introduction of his character improves the season a bit. His acting is decent. Um, his suit's kind of cool, so he's a C. Yeah. All right, so we ranked the Rangers. <laughs> now we can finally get our asses out of here by rating this season. <laughs> it's like a three, right? Yeah, I was thinking like a... I've been wavering in that like two to four range. It's not it a It really zero. depends if the movie is filler or not. If the movie is filler, then it's a three. Or, sorry, it's a four. If the movie I, isn't filler, this shit's a three. I, I agree with that somewhat. I think even if the movie is filler, it might be a three, though, because the more I thought back on the Decker shit, I hated that. <laughs> you might be right on this. <laughs> but I will say that it's not a zero because it was especially after episode, like, five it was like vaguely watchable for the most part like you could just sort of put it on and just let it happen um yeah and uh it wasn't like we've watched a lot of stuff that's just unbearable like or just Really, really, really bad to the point where there's just nothing to appreciate. As much as we ragged on this heavily, it's not the worst season we've ever seen. Um, uh, if it had all been as bad as the first five episodes, though, it would be the worst season we've ever seen. So I won't say that much. Um, but uh, but but a lot of it, like, it kind of settles into this groove where like some of the combat is kind of okay. The characters. Like, although they aren't that great, as a group, they form a decent bond, and some of their just, like, group hangout scenes are actually, like, 
slightly warm and believable and like enjoyable, even if it's hampered, like not by absolutely a lot. hampered by the vocabulary. Yes, hampered by all of them having third grader vocabulary immensely. But come on, guys, what do we have to do? I think we should work together as a team. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you looking sad today? I've just been feeling a bit down. Aww. <laughs> That's totally a believable conversation between <laughs> Mia and Evely. See, it passed the Bechdel test. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sort of loosely watchable. At times, the group is slightly likable. At times, the villains are slightly interesting. Um, the mentor pretty much always sucks ass. Yeah. And is never really enjoyable for a second. There are other parts of it that are just kind of never good, but some of it's, like, slightly okay, and so I think that puts it in just barely into kind of that three to maybe creeping up towards a four range, but I really think in my heart it's a three. I didn't... I think I agree with your criticisms. I didn't like the Decker fight stuff. I didn't like a lot about this season. I think with the filler guide, it goes into a four. The movie really... Man, if the movie counts, though, that shit was like... Like if I had to rate that on like a zero to ten scale, that's like a zero point five out of ten. It's a terrible movie, and it really does suck that it's the first appearance of like the Super Samurai power, which is why I'm curious if Super Samurai starts with like a different sort of way if they get it or something. I don't know. I'm hoping here. Um, but yeah, no, I wouldn't recommend that movie at all. So. I want to address one more thing before we get out of here, which is that uh, we are making our own filler guides now um, because we're in uh, an era where there aren't really any extensive filler guides for a lot of these seasons. And unfortunately, also, a lot of people online kind of have this attitude of like, the seasons are short and there's not much filler, just watch it all. Um, fuck that, this shit is terrible. If you must watch it, let us please cut a quarter of the season out for you at a bare minimum, which is what we've done. So uh, some of the episodes, things that we've talked about are things that happen in technically filler episodes, but we had to watch them, so we're going to talk about them. But for you as the listener, if you must watch this season for some reason, I don't know why you would. I don't recommend it. Maybe after Super Samurai, I'll be like, oh, well, you kind of got to watch Samurai so you get it. If Super Samurai is good, that's the only thing I can think of right now. But uh, and, and I don't expect Super Samurai to be good enough to warrant that. So, so I don't think that there's any reason to watch this season. But if you must, if you mm. must watch it, consider the our creme, guide. La creme de la creme anti-capitalist Super Samurai season. Can't wait. <laughs> I'd love to be surprised because God, I'd love to watch something better. But, we all, uh, wouldn't we? Yeah. Rangers, thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, 
please make sure to rate our podcast five stars on iTunes and Stitcher. Subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to them. And as always, you can find Kennedy and I on Twitter. I am at Gravcast and Kennedy is at Kennedy T. Cooper. Stay safe, Rangers, and may the power protect you.